Welcome to your UA Life Celestial Insight. Okay, so take a moment to subscribe to this channel, like this video, and let's get into your more personalized horoscopes and channeled spiritual insights with the tarot based on your zodiac sign concerning how these eclipses may be impacting your personal experiences by sparking certain karmic closures, completions, and resolves in your life, and sparking blessed new beginnings. So for your personalized astrology and tarot readings, I definitely use these moon child and moonology focused tarot decks in particular for your UA light celestial insights. So check out the timestamp for your rising sign in particular, but also your sun and your moon sign in any sign in which you have a stellium, right? Those can indicate, um, give some insight on the particular areas of your life where you may be experiencing these things and where the spiritual guidance could apply. Hello, dear Aries. So the sort of cosmic spotlight is really on you this year, right? And related to so many different planetary transits, right? In terms of Jupiter, in terms of the North Node moving into your sign, in terms of these eclipses being all up in your shit too, to be quite honest, right? And it's truly about this overhaul for you, this complete sort of overhaul and new beginning. This is really a time where it's like the universe is asking you to truly tie up all loose ends and truly purge all of these aspects of your former life that have kept you from being in alignment with the divine, with your embodiment of your highest self, your best self, and your ability to live a life that really reflects how incredibly creative, expansive, spiritual, uh, talented, and intelligent that you are, right? And, and you essentially being able to, um, rack up a lot of wealth, right? <laughs> With all that you have going on, you quite literally being the essence of creation, right? And that is really um, sort of reflected by the fact that these, you know, Taurus and Scorpio um, eclipses have really been about trying to um, get you to heal and purge all of these areas of your life internally and externally, right? And truly, truly heal yourself, know yourself deeply and come to this space of personal power and authority where that um, you wield that in the world truly as the magician. And the particular full moon eclipses for 2023, um, the final full moons uh, on the Taurus and Scorpio axis are putting the spotlight on your second and your eighth houses. The second house is the house of your sense of personal values, self-worth, and how that is reflected in your net worth and finances. And um, it's a kind of put your money where your mouth is, eclipse, um, sort of um, 
location, right? Where the cosmos sort of asks this question of how does your spending in your lifestyle lifestyle reflect your values and your investment in long-term stability or goals? And if not, then the cosmos are like trying to force you to align your sense of self-worth and your finances um, to create that sort of aligned life, right? Where you're able to achieve long-term stability and goals and financial freedom. And this portal is one where essentially you will be confronted with money-making opportunities to grow your money and shape your sense of personal and, and shape your sense of personal values, self-worth and net worth. And where you're essentially going to be forced to truly invest your time, attention and money wisely and responsibly in the interest of your long-term goals. Um, through budgeting, wealth management, taking risks, seeking the right um, collaborators and advisors, and spending responsibly and essentially coming to terms with your earning potential and trajectory, right? And how that potential and trajectory is truly infinite so long as you are confident and you believe in yourself and that and so long as you are empowered in negotiating contracts related to pay, partnerships, and assets, right? And um, just having um, strong financial literacy. And the eighth house is that house of money, losses, and gains, and um, also financial literacy, right? And about um, negotiating contracts and... Um, resolving and bringing to a close any issues that may be dealing with money, partnerships, mutual assets, and also any legal cases, right? The um, full moon eclipse in Scorpio and Taurus are really going to be about asking you to, and also supporting you, right, in resolving and bringing to a close any legal and financial and toxic relationship and relationship dynamic issues, right? Whether that is um, with family, social groups, workplaces, or any areas in your life where you may have experienced discrimination um, or unfairness, um, or I don't know, any sort of like attacks, any vulnerability, um, and even uh, anything related to your sense of identity, whether that is um, uh, changes that you have made legally related to your identity, your name, whether that is through marriage or through personal transformation, anything related to transformation of your uh, physical appearance and how that may be entailed with um, any issues with health insurance or insurance in general. And um, I don't know, any sort of like medical bureaucratic types of things, right? Um, and this could also be a cycle of um, beginning to clear debt, right? And um, experience financial freedom right? Given everything that we mentioned about these eclipses in the larger overview and in general, right? Because you are the first sign in the Zodiac and um, this 
all of these readings are related to your natural houses, right? Everything that was mentioned in the sort of general uh, collective astrology breakdown absolutely applies to you specifically and personally, right? And where, you know, your blessings and your new beginnings are related to your personal identity, given that spotlight on your first house and your seventh house, right? In terms of relationships. And if you look at the cards here, right? Um, and, and the seventh house in terms of relationships, that's about partnerships, but it's also about your relationship with the law, um, or with any legal cases, right? And then <clears throat> the cards just absolutely reflect the astrology as well, right? In terms of this question of what is resolving or reaching closure for you, we quite literally have the contracts card here in reverse at the top of the spread. And then this middle row of cards here, these are the cards that came out related to this question of what sort of blessed new beginnings are um, sort of being sparked in your life, right? Really to these eclipses and we have the knight of swords we have the shadow work card here and then we have the ten of cups right and you know the cards reflect the astrology just in such a succinct way where if you look closely the art in this knight of swords card here is even a pretty direct depiction of what a new moon eclipse looks like in terms of the position of the moon and the earth like blocking out the sun and uh there's sort of being a a sort of um the light that is being filtered through shining a spotlight on the knight of swords in this picture so it's like it's a depiction of what the per the personal focus of a total new moon solar eclipse in your sign quite literally looks like right it's like the light of the moon being blocked but the light that is coming through being a spotlight on you right so you are this knight of swords in this card here and um there's there are so many messages that are coming through in this right and it's about um you know starting with what is coming to a close right the contracts in reverse absolutely mapping on to the astrology suggesting that any legal contractual and relationship matters will be a focus for a resolve and closure for you specifically in terms of you essentially embodying this knight of swords energy right and you know truly using facts wisdom to your advantage um in anything where you might need evidence, right? Or where you're dealing with documentations and any sort of bureaucratic or legal things. And then also like having honest self-expression, right? Um, being decisive and advocating for what it is that you desire and deserve, right? And what is in your best interest. And, this, and, that, and that being a sort of direct reflection or result of this long shadow work um, sort of 
don't even know what to call it. It's not even a period. It's been like, it's been such a long, long shadow work journey for you, years worth, right? Of you continuing to like own and come home and to yourself and embody a new and improved and healed and empowered sense of self, right? Um, you know, just one that you have been coming home to for a very long time in terms of doing years of shadow work, really having these life experiences, challenges, crises, um, you know, like spiritual transformations, mystical experiences, all kinds of things, right, that have been helping you to dislodge and do away with trauma, um, see the truth and cut ties in relationships that deter you from your truth. And, you know, any sort of scenarios, circumstances, and relationships that want you to disown your truth and, and your deep intellectual and creative talents, right? And, you know, it's like, if you look at it, you look at the depiction here, it's like the shadow work, the, the, the moon goddess, the divine, right? And, and this, this sense of, this pure sense of self and this aspect of truth, all of these aspects of you, right? Um, that you have integrated. It's like she's, it's quite literally being, uh, transferred, right? You know, the poem is open and it's, it's like being filtered through and expressed through who you are now as this knight of swords. This is about this process of integration and just honesty and authenticity for you now and and you expressing yourself and being empowered using your voice in all of these different ways um in your self-advocacy but also in terms of like what it is that you even do for a living and for many aries a lot of this being about your self-expression and your creative expression and even um you using your sort of uh spiritual gifts um and your deep wisdoms from studying, you know, the occult, astrology, uh, esoteric topics, psychology, all of these kinds of things, right? Or higher education, right? In some way, something, whatever your trade is, right? It's like you, um, just having such a deep wisdom from, from the challenges, from any hardships, but also from your bravery. And you going after what it is that you want now and you just being really um, authentic and brave in who you are and what it is that you deserve, right? This is just a wholesale overhaul, a new blessed beginning happening for you in every area of your life to truly support your liberation, right? And so this is also, you know, about if you are still in this process, right, it's like, um this the cosmos have kind of been orchestrating this for so 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 long so like the eclipses happening at the critical zero and the last 29 degrees like listen if you ain't learned it by now like the spirit like spirit and the cosmos are about to like <laughs> shake your ass up. like they about to shake you awake and shake your life up in these ways where like it is unavoidable for you to sort of uh face yourself, embody your truth, and to truly align with your purpose um, and to sort of ascend to a new 
life. Like in every way. I mean like in every way too. <laughs> because this is so much about relationships, what you value and your valuables. Like that is every, everything. All of the things that sort of secure and structure your life. That's relationships. That's your money and your material and financial stability and security and, cre- and career. Like that is it, you know? So um, it is really about um, also... You know, like I said, if you haven't done it, the eclipses are going to force you to clear out everything mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually that really hinders and blocks your intuitive and creative flow, your expression of truth, and also your ability to shine and be the sun, right? If you look at this Knight of Swords card, it's like the light the light has been blocked but it's like it's also about this sort of purging this light is about filtering all of the darkness out right so that um there is a sort of renewal and restoration to this sort of pure sense of self and that is also what shadow work is about and um you know having the full moon and cancer card here this card at the bottom this is a personal issue reaches resolution this is all um um, suggesting, you know, a sort of positive omen in terms of any of these issues that you might be dealing with in those areas that I mentioned. And then um, this is also about, um, because the eclipse and even the card sort of reflecting the eclipse in the sense of like the moon blocking out the sun. Um, and, you know, you being in a sort of spotlight. This is also about, you know, taking measures to protect yourself and all that you have built and are building for yourself um, on the financial material side, but also in terms of like you protecting your innermost self and your emotions and your peace and your sacred private life, right? And your happiness in addition to your assets, right? And so this is absolutely about a new relationship to privacy and disclosure in addition to creative and aesthetic self-expression and accessibility, right? personally and professionally. Um, and so this is, this is where, you know, um, that sort of forewarning that I mentioned before about, you know, Pluto being an Aquarius, perhaps having a direct effect on you. Um, and there being a need to like, uh, take precautions in terms of like what and what you reveal about yourself, the protection of like, all of your things online uh, or important personally identifying documents, but also like um, I lost, I lost the thought. I lost the thought. I lost it. I lost it. Hmm. Hmm. That's something that's okay. I'm sitting with this as a as a message here. There's something up. There's a feeling of loss here. You feel like you've lost something. This is about you all continuing to process grief related to everything that you are having to step away from in order to step truly into your truth. 
This could even be, you know, grieving parts of you that you feel like you've lost, that you're trying to reintegrate in this really new way. This could even be about this feeling of feeling like you lost your other half with someone you love. People that you love. That you can't get back. Like some things that just can't be restored, you know. Um... And and again, right? This is this is going to be that sort of tug of war for you, and I think maybe just the last bits of shadow work that you're going to have to do, um, because when you, uh, I, getting back to the cards, right? It's like this ten of cups. You know, it's like with this ten of cups, it's like the moon goddess and the knight of swords. They are sort of turning away from. The Ten of Cups, right? So this is old relationships. All of your most important relationships in your past. They're being, and that's where I was getting this message, right? Where it's like, there's a relinquishing of all of these old relationships that were the source of your life. The very foundations of everything that you knew, how you related and felt a sense of connection in the world while also it being important to do the the shadow work and the work of grieving so that you can also be open to all of the new connections and relationships that can actually help you reach this new and better Ten of Cups, right? That you've never actually experienced, that you've never even seen. Like love, love, connection, and respect, and reciprocity, and being and being like fully, fully seen for the truth of who you are. Like in a way that you've never, never experienced before and that you've always wanted and that you deserve. Right? And so that is also what this moon is talking about in this Ten of Cups. It's about that disconnection from all of those in the past who actually never saw you, who never saw you and who purposely tried to dim your light and who who didn't. Who didn't want us like give you the proper respect, appraisal, recognition? Appreciation, everything that you deserved, that you wanted, that you deserved. Right? And and again, right, the the opposite of that the true Ten of Cups being something that you have never experienced and that you will start to experience that is being sparked as the new beginning through these new moon eclipses, right? 
but that requires you being healed enough to be open to them. And aligned, truly, in terms of your self-concept so that you can attract these relationships that truly, truly see you and respect you in the ways that you deserve, too. You got to embody it. You got to demand it. That's what this Knight of Swords is about, okay? So, yeah. So, to wrap up your reading here, the full moon in Cancer is the card that came out. Um, related to just the sort of overarching oracle um, message in terms of the outcomes of what the um, eclipse season of 2023 is orchestrating for you, and it is personal issues reaching a resolution. Okay, and it, it that truly, truly sums up everything. But I'm also getting this specifically related to. Um, Yes, emotional and financial security, those sort of personal issues reaching resolution. Um, and, you know, cancer is related to the sign of family. It's related to family and home. And so I'm also seeing this as talking about issues and changes in your home stability, maybe moving, relocating, settling down after a lot of movement or a period of a lot of travel and feeling more at home in the world and being back in this period of of making new connections after perhaps a period of isolation and deep healing that's for some of you Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And so we're going to wrap this up with your angel number message. Okay. So that is a part of the UA Light Celestial Insight is about all of the ways that spirit speaks to you uh, through me, through the cards and the stars and also angel numbers. And so the channeled angel number for you is 1133. Such a powerful, powerful uh, master number that is absolutely about having this really powerful, powerful connection and even favor amongst the stars and the etheric beings. And, you know, number one is about intuition, new beginnings, creation, independence, and uniqueness. And then with the number 11, about this being. A sort of portal that is activating all of these things for you. Spiritual awakening, enlightenment, self-expression, sensitivity. Yeah, healing your heart. I'm getting that. Healing your heart, your relationship to the divine feminine. Connecting with your higher self. And then number three is a master number as well. That is about your connection to the master numbers and master teachers and maybe you even being that in some way. And so this number in general, in general, wow, in general <laughs> is a message that, you know, the ascendant masters 
are helping you to focus on manifesting your desires. They're helping you to find peace, clarity, and love within. And it says, number 33 is the master number that resonates with compassion, blessings, inspiration, honesty, discipline, bravery, and courage, and that all things are possible when you are being divinely guided. Wow. Angel number 1133 is a powerful message to give your fears, doubts, and worries to the angels and the ascendant masters so that they can be transmuted and healed on your behalf. You have much spiritual work to do within yourself so that you are fully prepared in every way to fulfill your soul mission and divine destiny. Trust that the angels support you completely and surround you with love and protection at all times. The angels and universal energies are working things out for your highest good and helping with your preparations and long-term work. So angel number 1133 gives you the courage to fully express yourself and live your life with enthusiasm and optimism, safe in the knowledge that you are well-blessed, loved, and supported in all that you do. I'm getting the message that if there are any sort of legal or home issues, any worries about safety, those will be resolved. Okay, this says live your life with joy, passion, and purpose as this will manifest your true desires. Be prepared to expand and increase your spiritual development and awareness and use your knowledge and wisdom for the upliftment of others. The divine is sending you positive energies and signs. Pay attention to your thoughts, ideas, and insights as they give you information about the next steps to take along your spiritual path. And any positive changes or projects you are considering right now will be well worth your while and the angels will assist you in their undertaking. All right, dear Aries, I hope that this is extremely, extremely helpful. Definitely give this video a like and subscribe. Check out the rest of the readings related to your sun, moon, rising sign or any signs where you have a stellium. I hope that you are bestowed all of the blessings that you've been seeking, all of the love and the support that you deserve. Take good care. Hello there, Taurus. So the general collective astrology themes and wisdom that came through in the um, first part of this video absolutely applies to you personally in a real way given that um, the full moon eclipses are happening in your sign and then your sister sign. But in terms of how these may be affecting you personally, closures and resolves might be happening related to your first houses of identity and your seventh house of partnerships, relationships, right? The first house is related to your sense of self, how you see yourself and how you want to be seen. It's about your sense of identity, your body, your body image, how you dress and adorn yourself, but also your personal boundaries. And um, the seventh house is that house that is related to your personal romantic and um, professional relationships and partnerships, right? And also these sort of relational dynamics in your life, right? The ways that you relate to the public. And blessed new beginnings are um, 
perhaps related to your 12th and your 6th houses, right? Your 12th house is that house that is all about your sort of interior world, your private life, your relationship to your deepest dreams and desires, but also your subconscious, right? Looking at trauma, looking at your uh, sort of deep beliefs and um, even your fears, right? Privacy, taking time to nurture and rest and care for yourself. And the sixth house has a sort of similar, a sort of similar um, sort of theme and lesson, right? It's all about this balance of time for yourself um, versus the time that you expend energy on others, right? And it's about give and take and just in general, a balance between work and life. And this is absolutely reflected in the cards here. The cards are definitely sort of emphasizing this balance between taking time out from ambitions and from people and public appearances and performance, right? After a time of intense growth, identity transformation and experimentation with your self-presentation, um, with fashion, um, or even with your professional branding, while also not limiting yourself, right? Um, and that is emphasized by the first two cards that we pulled out here. We have the world in reverse and then the third chakra, which is about life force energy and identity, right? absolutely um, related to this uh, Aries new moon total solar eclipse, you know, highlighting your 12th house. And so that world being in reverse is absolutely about turning inward, right? Turning inward, replenishing your, um, your life force energy, right? Grounding, connecting with nature, your inner truth and spirituality and stillness, right? Stillness for greater self and material security, right? Given that you have been ambitious, you do have your sights set on reaching, um, more like ambitious goals, right? Um, and, you know, sort of getting clear on a strategy for reaching certain ambitions, right? That you have for yourself. Um, but the thing is, is that taking time out for that renewal and that replenishment and actually enjoying the fruits of your labor, that allows you to connect deeply with your truth and any strategic clarity that you need for achieving any ambitious goals, right? And it sends a sort of uh, message to the universe, you know, of gratitude for all that you have and all that you are so that the divine can continue to bless you, right? Um, and this is also a sort of message that um, has been coming through in your other readings as well, right? In terms of you also, after having this sort of um, intense period of like connection and networking and um, professional achievement, financial growth, all of these things, um, you know, where you have been truly um, 
widening your reach, your connections, and securing public success in whatever industry you're in, you know, through publishing online channels and partnerships. Um, it's about you coming to this space now where, you know, you need to be mindful in your associations and relationships, right, in all areas of your life. That is also that sort of polarity of, you know, the 12th and the 6th house being highlighted. The 12th and the 6th house polarity is about greater discretion and uh, discrimination and discernment in your relationships in terms of who may be secret enemies, um, who it is safe to disclose your most important dreams and ambitions to, and who um, could be, you know, secret enemies um, within your workplace, right? Um, because the sixth house is also about uh, workplace and collegiate uh, dynamics and relationships, right? And so there is absolutely something about that here for you, while also in general, um, this sort of message for you to have greater discernment and discrimination in, in, in disclosure in general, right? Professionally, um, related to like just your professional image and, um, what it is that you share of yourself in general, right? And um, there was a message related to this in your April and your March horoscopes too about like just not feeling the need to take up every opportunity and to use your discernment to just have more discretion and only act on the aligned opportunities with your values and that are aligned with divine timing for certain things, right? And so um, not saying yes to everything, saying no to some things and truly, truly taking this time to sort of like pull back, pull back your energy, move from a space of authenticity um, so that you keep um, attracting abundance in the right kinds of connections. and. Um, you know, move from a place of self-love, you know, rest and healing, don't burn yourself out. Um, and just really take a moment for deeper self-discovery, self-study and mastery, you know, and focus on any projects in music, psychology, you know, healing arts, astrology, public communications. This is also a sort of um, message here that any sort of projects that you will be working on uh, wrapping up and eventually launching that you will see success from a lot of these things, right? And so don't act from a space of desperation or even impatience or greed, right? There is no absence of opportunity um, and no sort of indication that you will not be able to reach, you know, certain goals and ambitions, right? You absolutely will. You have Jupiter that is going to be coming through your sign, right? Um, next month or in a matter of, of, of weeks and days, right? And so this is going to be an absolute lucky time for you, positive time for you in relationship to launches and expansion, um, and, and even, uh, opportunities for more travel 
devil, right? And so take this time to rest up and renew so that you have the bandwidth, the capacity, you know, to maximize and take advantage of this sort of like blessed year-long portal of Jupiter moving through your sign and beyond, okay? I hope that this was helpful. Definitely take a minute to like this video and subscribe to the channel and make sure that you check out all of the other readings on this channel, right? Um, there's been so many good nuggets of wisdom and definitely um, make sure that you take a look at the rest of the readings for your sun and your moon sign and any signs where you might have a stellium. Take good care, Taurus. Hello, dear Geminis. So the sort of overall theme and message for your reading is that it's really about your power and public opinion and about these eclipses truly triggering the sort of deepest healing for you to take your power back forever, right? And um, I want to note that there's a message here about the smoke clears. Um, I'm getting that as a message for you and something about clearing the air and also keeping your energy output clear despite, you know, people wanting smoke with you, right? <laughs> I got that as a message because um, I needed to sage and really shift the energy for your reading and I was receiving this message from the smoke quite literally and um, it absolutely relates to a lot of these sort of wisdom and channeled messages um, from the cosmos and from the divine that has been coming through in your readings. Um, you know, absolutely in relationship to this Taurus and Scorpio eclipse portal that has been happening you know, since 2022, right? They're just being this, you know, you essentially for everyone because this uh, Taurus and Scorpio uh, sort of portal and polarity has been happening for so long. Um, it's been a sort of three-part series. The sort of issues that people have been dealing with have been sort of like ongoing. And so there have been cyclical and long-standing themes coming through in the messages. And so I do want to say, definitely take a look at your March 2023 um, tarot reading here on this channel, right? Your March horoscopes. Um, and just click to the timestamp for the tarot reading because so much of the stuff that came through in that reading is relevant here and I don't want to repeat myself because my readings are very very comprehensive in terms of the astrology and the tarot and because I read from a sort of integral Vedic and Western astrology perspective the readings actually touch on a lot of things that will have sort of uh, resonance for a sort of long duration of time as well. Okay, so definitely take a look at the March Tarot reading here for you on this channel. But I want to say here that in terms of the astrology, right, with those uh, Taurus and Scorpio full moons, 
it is um, shedding a spotlight on your 12th and your 6th houses. And um, these areas definitely spotlight, you know, issues of distrust, discernment, and discrimination in your professional relationships, right? Your relationships with colleagues, collaborators, any advisors, mentors, your relationship with your higher self, with your spirit guides, with your faith, right? Um, and anybody who you trust for advice um, or wisdom. And it's also about, you know, tests of faith, trust, and spiritual fitness while you're on this sort of journey of achieving your dreams, right? And also having work-life balance amidst all of this and insanity, right? Mental health <laughs> and psychological health, right? Um, through a deep sense of spirituality and clear intuitive discernment. And this is also about how your work helps to heal others, helps to heal the collective while it also helps to heal you and about your role and even your identity as a healer. That is something that is coming through, has been coming through very clearly for the Gemini Collective. And um, the new moon eclipses for 2023, the Aries and the Libra ones, are spotlighting your 11th house and your 5th houses, right? And while we've also had Jupiter going through you know your 11th house and right and so this is all about um media creative art and massive blessings right and growth this could absolutely mean you know viral moments viral sales expanded market and social media reach helpers um, from people who are foreigners or at a distance. This could be about touring. This could be about um, a big contract, investor, a partnership, a big payout, or even scholarships um, for school, or even these opportunities to study and learn or travel abroad, right? And it's also about these new moon eclipses bringing you great news and results, right? Despite any of the longstanding issues that you may have had navigating, you know, distrust or discernment um, and any sort of tensions in your professional relationships, right? And any professional dealings or, you know, navigating, you know, feedback, criticism and, all sorts of things related to your creativity, your professional creative projects, anything, right? And from the cards here, I'm getting, you know, a sort of reoccurring message similar to that uh, March tarot message here about self-image, branding, and marketing. The fifth house can also be about um, your relationship to your body, your sexuality, sensuality, and creative and even sensual and artistic expression. Um, and so with that 11th and fifth house, you know, sort of spotlight with the eclipses and even with the 12th and the sixth house theme, I'm getting a message here again about, you know, self-image branding and marketing and maybe a refusal or an inability to look at feedback that offers critique 
being able to look at that from an unemotional lens in order to make any necessary personal and professional improvements, right? Because of how painful and even overwhelmingly unfair or hateful um, some people's like selective outrage, criticisms, and treatments towards you have been in the past. Okay. And you even having had experiences in the past, you know, where people try to couch and, and really like launch their hate and their vengeance and their jealousy and even their sabotage, um, of, you know, how talented you are under this sort of guise of caring about you, right? And it's very tricky. It's very tricky and it's complicated. It involves gaslighting. Um, and in, you know, again, these tests of trust and high key discernment, right? And a really, uh, sort of healthy mental state, right? Good mental health. Um, because the key to navigating that sort of dynamic is deep healing and shadow work and <clears throat> precise discernment and quite literally right like my voice is going out and like the fifth chakra the throat chakra card here for you um is in reverse right and so there there's absolutely a very um clear message here about about that about uh you know the messages and being able to discern <laughs> things very clearly. Um, because if the wound, right, of the hateful and hurtful experiences are healed, then you're able to actually, you know, intelligently and rationally, like, filter the feedback, you know, for the divine wisdom that it offers you and that you can use to grow and excel, right? And if you look at, you know, this fifth chakra, throat chakra card here being in reverse, right? It's like, it, it's all, it's almost like it's lit up in a way that is also highlighting this message of being able to filter and discern the communication and the messages around you or that are being launched toward you, right? Um, and it's like, and, and then the sun, right? This is all about your relationship to your self-confidence, you know, and, you know, clarity on who you are, um, being able to, there's a book here, right? There are all of these things, right? It's like an ability to, to, to stand firm and confident in who you are and also to be able to, to gain knowledge, right? From your surroundings, right? In a way, that's kind of what I'm getting from this sun card here. And, um, and it's like, if the discernment and the tactics of like spiritual protection are mastered, you're also able to repel and transmute bad energy, right? You're able to see people clearly for who they are, you know, the devils, the demons, all of it, and disengage or, you know, play chess and transmute the energy, right? To your best interest. It's just also what this sun card is kind of, kind of illuminating to me and also the six of wands and the shadow work cards here. And, um, because this six of wands card here is, is also a sort of like 
it's like a minor arcana version of the lovers, which is your card, you know, related to your sign of Gemini. And it's all about integration, you know, from shadow work, right? And so it's like, if, you know, if that sort of wound from those past experiences is still unhealed, right? And if you have not done shadow work to truly acknowledge, you know, your painful experiences and, you know, accept your painful experiences of mistreatment or, or acknowledge and accept your shortcomings and, and your edges of growth and, you know, then be able to forgive and love yourself and integrate the higher knowledge to come to a space of strength, then what happens is you might simply put on armor of appearing unbothered, right? Without having actually truly healed and people being able to still read that as an authentic performance, right? And another thing that could happen is that you may, you know, in your efforts to, you know, rightfully seek out, you know, only the spaces of love and support, you might actually swing the pendulum like too far to one end and become like a people pleaser, right? To get the love and support that you seek. Or you might only seek out and listen to the feedback that appeases you or that coddles you, right? And blow smoke up your ass, right? It just, that will simply just grow your ego and also a false notion that any feedback, you know, was always black and white and that you were and are only ever in the right, right? And it's like, <laughs> that is all still from a space of fragility and insecurity versus integration. And that will also hinder your growth. And then it also will set you up for another extreme round of, you know, sabotage and betrayal from the wolves in sheep's clothing, right? If you are only surrounding yourself by people who just tell you what you want to hear, these are, that gives people the power to manipulate you by telling you only what you want to hear. And then you end up falling harder and on your own sword in another ego death, right? From refusing to really listen to divine wisdom for your growth and success, right? Because you're not able to, um, because you don't have the sort of like capacity, right? To, to listen to it, to filter it, um, and, you know, use the divine wisdom for your growth and success because of somebody's delivery and even their hateful, you know, intentions. And it's like, the thing is, it's right. You have license to listen to only what you want to want to listen to. All right. <laughs> you have the license to protect your energy, to build a sacred cocoon of support around yourself, you know, but truly interrogate if it is from a space of strength, higher understanding, self-worth and discernment and whether you are actually cloaking yourself in a spiritual shield that lets the right stuff in but keeps the right stuff out, <laughs> you know, versus simply, you know, cloaking yourself in an armor built 
out of fear and insecurity and fragility, you know, from being unhealed, you know, an armor that continues to weigh you down, keep you stuck, and that doesn't allow you to grow, right? And fly, right? And, you know, I'm getting that for some of you, you're being asked to complete the healing of this kind of wound, right? Related to these scenarios. You know, you're, you're really asked to touch the places of pain and trauma that are still tender so that you're able to really strengthen your self-love, your self-respect, your self-worth, and your security in yourself, right? So you are a confident leader. And, you know, someone who claims and speaks up for what you deserve and, you know, to then build healthier, honest and fair relationships, right, of humility and mutual respect, right? And, um, you know, having this capacity to take in critiques and filter feedback that will actually help you in your success, you know, and it's like, it's a tricky thing um, because, I, you all have been experiencing the gamut of all of those things where it's been, it's been negative, it's been hateful, it's been all of these things, it's been sabotage, it's been jealousy. And, um, where you all have been fragile, you've been hurt and it's created these wounds and where people have intentionally tried to play on your wounds, um, being able to see how fragile, insecure you are, but also how talented, powerful, <laughs> and how much potential you have as well, right? Just all of the things, because that is your duality, right? That is your duality. You integrate that. You are a force. And that is also something that people fear, right? But the thing is, it's like, whether someone is giving you hateful criticism or helpful critique, it's to your advantage, Especially being a Gemini, because it's like with hateful critique, either way, a lot of the times for Geminis, hateful critique is because people are unable to do what you do at your worst or your best. <laughs> like <laughs> that, that's the true tea. Okay. All shade, all tea. That is it. It's like, when people critique Geminis, and I'm going to say this about Aries too, right? It's like when people critique Geminis and Aries, it's like because y'all are the two signs who are like really, really connected to source and like really unique, innovative, creative things, right? Um, and it's like when people hate on y'all is because they hate on y'all power, Um and your potential, right? And it's like, either way, they are unable to do what you do at your worst or your best. So truly, as long as you're humble and are open to learn and are like just spiritually and psychologically strong, you can learn from anyone and anything and level up for you. Because you got the ability to outdo them and yourself. <laughs> like to be, to be quite honest, right? And so that is truly the message um, that I am getting for you all to do this healing, liberate yourself, shine, 
be wonderful, be beautiful, take advantage of um, all of these amazing transits that are happening in your favor, right? Um, and truly the divine sending you everything as information, right? That's always the test for Geminis is that you are the mutable air signs um, that are connected to divine wisdom, right? And alchemy and innovation, right? Uniqueness and um, new and fresh and original ideas. And so it's like you can... It's like everything is information for you. If you take the ego out of it, everything is information that you can use. And so the divine just wants you to heal this wound. Take, take, because there's, there's, there is some truth to some of these things, right? It's like, you're not perfect. You, you there is always room for you to grow. And in the ways that you're right, you're really right. And in the ways that you can grow, it's like, it's fine. There's no ego about that. Right. Um, yes, there are some people who want you to feel bad about yourself. Right. And who don't want you to be confident. <laughs> right. And outdo them and, and be the force that you're able to be. But that's fine too. That's fine too. It comes with the territory. It comes with the territory. It comes with the territory. How are you going to use it? Right. That, that, Twelfth house is also about alchemy and spiritual wisdom, right? It's it's about energy work. So the wrap up message is, you know, for you to make all of the energy work for you, right? Okay. And so we're gonna wrap up with your angel number message that came through for you. And the angel number message that came through for you is twelve fifty five. And this angel number message says have faith and trust that the life changes you are experiencing are important and necessary in regards to your life purpose and soul mission. 1255 is made up of the numbers 1, 2, and the master number 55. So it's about motivation, positivity, and ambition, progress, inspiration, fulfillment, and happiness, new beginnings, and how your thoughts and beliefs create your reality. It also resonates with Compromise, balance, flexibility, adaptability, your duality, support, even non-support, and encouragement and kindness, right? It relates to serving your life purpose, relates to your faith and trust, and vibrations of personal freedom and individuality. Yes, look at that sun card. Look at that sun card. It's also about curiosity, adventure adaptability and life lessons learned through experience and resourcefulness what did i say you know code i don't read these until at the end of your message all right um i get the message at the top when i'm pulling the cards i set it aside and then see with you all as i'm reading it the ways that it aligns with the stars and the cards okay so 
This says the choices that you have made and the actions you have taken have paved the way for new opportunities and adventures to manifest in your life. Trust that your angels encourage, guide, and fully support you as you serve your divine life purpose. It is time to let go of the old that is no longer positively serving you and get ready for wonderful changes to take place in your life. Release old doubts, fears, and perceived obstacles and look forward to wonderful new opportunities. Yes, yes. Look at these cards. Yes. And it says, trust that the life changes are for your highest good and will prove to be most beneficial. Maintain a positive attitude and outlook and expect exciting new interests and experiences to enter your life. All right, dear Geminis, give this video a like, subscribe, share this insight with others, and definitely take a look at all of the other videos here on the channel, especially that March horoscope tarot reading. And um, look at the videos aligned with your moon, your sun, and your rising, and any signs or you might have stelliums. All right. I hope that this helps. Take good care. Hello, dear Cancers. So I have to say that um, your reading in particular really sticks out related to um, the cards and the stars having such um, very clear synchronicity in terms of the messages about what might be coming to a close and resolve um, and what sort of issues and events might be appearing for you um, related to the eclipse astrology and uh, blessed new beginnings and also there being this really clear like color story in the cards that are also reflecting um, reflecting the story so in terms of closures and resolves, the Taurus and Scorpio full moon eclipses are going to be spotlighting your 11th and your 5th houses, right? And these are the houses that have to do with your ambitions, your dreams, travel, um, blessings, right? And taking advantage of opportunities, but also working collaboratively with people on creative projects, right? Um, and so it's very much a spotlight on um, ambitions and it being a sort of lucky time to um, continue taking chances, right? But it also is about, goodness, discernment and trust, right, in yourself, in your creativity, and um, the people who you work with, right? And this top row of cards is such a striking color story, but even in terms of like what it is revealing, right, um, about the sort of issues that may be coming to closure and resolve for you. And it's related to anxiety. It's related to deceit or distrust. And it's also related to... Um, love relationships, right? So relationships um, with family, with creative or love partners, um, and also with your own deep desires, right? Um, and you feeling confident in essentially um, 
going forward to follow your dreams, right? And achieve your ambitions, taking advantage of opportunities, right? And so the bottom row of cards, uh, the first two cards were pulled in relationship to this question of what blessed new beginnings uh, could be sparked for you in relationship to these eclipses, particularly the Aries and the Libra new moons, right? And these are going to be spotlighting your 10th house of career and professional uh, reputation, professional achievement, career advancement. And then the fourth house, which is also about your sort of foundational relationships, you know, in your family or in business, right? And also issues related to family, children, pets, and parenthood. And so um, I got a few different messages and downloads um, related to the messages in these cards, right? And how they relate to the astrology as well. There's something here about... Um, you know, you being passionate about creating or achieving something and it perhaps requiring you opening your heart to someone new, right? Maybe a woman um, or it requiring you to even cut someone out of an opportunity that you want to take and it causing you to evaluate, you know, um, your trust or control issues and insecurities in relationships or how you perhaps let relationships and loyalties or obligations to others come before your own independent ambitions, right? And having to sort of like resolve those feelings, maybe feeling anxious about it, right? Um, and so there are these questions, right, of like in terms of like uh, being fearful of opening your heart to trust someone new related to an opportunity. It's like what past experiences might be influencing your feelings feelings? What is giving you suspicion and distress? And why do you feel guilty for choosing yourself and your happiness, right? Are you afraid of confrontation even, right? If there are some issues of distress um, in any of your professional relationships or even in your personal, familial, or even romantic relationships as well, right? For some of you, this is actually about your children or even uh, pregnancy. Some of you may have a child or a loved one who you suspect is hiding something big from you, maybe a pregnancy from you um, or hiding it from their partner even or something like that. Or for some of you, you're pregnant or want to get pregnant or or for some of you, you want permanent contraception so you don't get pregnant again and are unsure of how to reveal this information or navigate the topic, right? Having these kinds of conversations, right? And, you know, with pregnancy, regardless of which of these scenarios fit, it's like there's, of course, a time limit on how long you can, uh, you know, hold off on having these certain conversations or how long you can even disguise, you know, pregnancies, right? And so, um, for others of you, this is also, this is about suspicions of infidelity in your love relationship or, or are you feeling unable to express hidden desires, right? Or feeling unable to just be 
honest with yourself about certain desires in your life of any kind, right? And that could be, you know, unhappiness issues in a relationship or with yourself, right? Maybe wanting to improve your uh, sex life or explore your sexuality and, and the truth that you desire, you know, um, a different kind of relationship or you desire to explore same sex relationships or any other things that are considered sexually taboo, right? Or that you want to change your body image, right? And, um, maybe this is even about, you know, you being su suspected, um, as being pregnant or you being harassed for your body image and measures that you take or have taken to achieve some sort of like physical transformation or just some sort of change in your body or your appearance, right? And it's like, maybe you feel insecure about your body image. And, um, there is also like, uh, the attention that you're getting related to your body image might also be continuing to contribute to that. Right. And it's like this sort of cycle. And, um, it could also be, you know, something about feeling insecure about your body image and wondering if that is contributing to your partner having a wandering eye. Um, for some of you, right. I was just getting a lot of different messages, right. And it's the, um, sort of waxing moon and third quarter moon um the messages here are you know definitely about having courage to move forward to face things and um to continue to um i think like continue to listen to your own intuition and confront your own sort of emotional or psychological or, or spiritual sort of insights and feelings about anything that you're navigating, right? Um, any nagging distrust, any sort of nagging suspicions or even feelings of like emotional overwhelm, like anything, right? And with the, um, if you look at the the anxiety and deceit in the door to romance cards, um, and then the man holding a heart, it's like there's just in general this sort of striking color story that relates to the astrology in terms of the astrology really spotlighting these um, <clears throat> particular issues that you may be feeling in these areas. And, and that corresponding also to, you know, the root chakra, right? Which is corresponded to the color red. It's like these feelings of, um, uncertainty. The root chakra is all about our relationship to our foundational relationships. Um, and also our material and financial security. It's about the relationships and also just the material and financial stability and security that shapes and constructs our life. And, you know, so the cards are certainly illustrating that, um, you know, there is some trust, some uncertainty, and even some anxiety related to any um, decisions that you have to make that could potentially uh, destabilize any of the the those areas of your life um and you know it being really important for you to um 
just be brave, right? To follow your dreams and achieve your ambitions because it is also quite a lucky time to do so, right? Um, because of the 11th and the 5th houses, right? Being ruled or, or there being eclipses in these houses and as they're related to blessings, ambitions, and, um, yeah, there being just a lot of positivity that can come from expanding your outlook, expanding your world view, expanding your market reach, um, and your networks, right? And, and all of that also contributing to expanded net worth or finances and achievements in your career, right? So it all just kind of comes full circle and relates to each other. And then, um, the fifth house is also connected to pets I mentioned. And, um, when you look at the cards, uh, the anxiety, the deceit in the door to romance card is like there's a cage with a heart. Um, I'm also getting, uh, the sort of like intuitive and psychic message that for some of you, um, these eclipses could also, and, you know, I hate to be a bearer of bad news if this has not transpired, but for some of you, this could also be about losing a pet, um, either, um, a pet being lost through, you know, them passing on, needing to be put down, or, you know, them being missing, right? And maybe they're being an investigation to find a missing pet, right? And they're being, you know, some grieving that is being done about a pet or an emotional support animal, um, or even about... Uh, getting a new pet, right, in to offer some emotional support. This could even be about, like, for some of you who might have children, it's like a child, you know, having a child being really attached to a pet and losing a pet, even, um, even if it's not your, even if it's not, you know, your pet directly, could even be, like, someone that you know and love dealing with this. Um, grieving a pet and an emotional support animal. Um, could be you even witnessing this. Um, or in general, this being a period where you are considering the addition of an emotional support animal to your family. Um, yeah, and you may be being worried about how that could, uh, mesh with your home and work life balance in some way. Yeah. So to wrap up your reading, I'm going to read for you, <clears throat> excuse me, read for you the um, sort of wisdom related to the waxing moon card. <clears throat> and so this says, have faith in your dreams. Have faith in your dreams. This could also yeah, this could absolutely be about you all receiving answers to something that you're worried about or suspicious about through your intuition or your dreams. I'm getting that. Um, but it says, don't give up. Any situation that you're asking about is still taking shape. You're nowhere near the end of the story. Whatever that is happening is a step along the way. Everything will be okay in the end. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. 
Okay, keep working towards whatever it is that you want. Um, and if you can't take practical steps, spend time meditating to receive answers to the questions that you have, right? Allow your higher self to download information to you about your next best steps with anything that you face this year. Mm. And it says, just because you can't see your dreams, it doesn't mean they're not manifesting. It says, stay focused on moving forward. Dig a little deeper to find courage and uh, pursue your dreams and put your foot down as you chase your goals. Absolutely. And then with the adjustments are required card, it says, um, be honest about whether there are toxic emotions involved in um, any sort of situations where you need to release these emotions, right? It says, all is not lost. There are, however, changes or adjustments required before you will get to where you want to be. A change, of course, is forecast. Okay, and work to understand events so that you can act with wisdom and reevaluate situations, okay? Trust may be required to move forward in situations. Yes, absolutely. That maps on to, to everything that we've just mentioned. All right. It says, no matter when you draw this card, the teaching is to release and to trust. Absolutely. And then I'm going to wrap this up lastly with your angel number message that came through. Okay, so your angel number message for this 2023 eclipse season is angel number 222, which is the master builder number. All right. That is also connected to ancient wisdom, vision, and transformation, right? And having faith, trust, encouragement to attain your success. <clears throat> and about being adaptable and diplomatic in cooperation. All right. And it says that this number has to do with balance and manifesting miracles and new auspicious and timely opportunities. Take a balanced, harmonious, and peaceful stance in all areas of your life. The message is to keep the faith and stand strong in your personal truths. And it also tells you that everything will turn out for the best in the long term. Do not put your energies into negativity. Be aware that all is being worked out by spirit for the highest good of all involved. This is also reminding you to keep up the good work you are doing as the evidence of your manifestations are coming to fruition. And angel number 222 is a message of faith and trust from your angels. Nothing happens by chance. Everything happens for a reason. Maintain a positive attitude and you will find that everything will have positive results and you will receive abundant blessings and divine right timing. Wow, absolutely, Ashe. I hope that this has been helpful. The messages were very clear and corresponded, you know, via the cards and the stars and, uh, you know, the channeled wisdom from the numbers. So definitely take a moment to like and subscribe. Look at all of the other messages that may align with your sun and moon sign in addition to your rising and where you may have stelliums in certain signs in your chart. So I hope that this helps. Take good care.
Hello, dear Leos. So, Leos, the main theme for your readings is that this 2023 eclipse season is about you reclaiming the spotlight and offering your magical medicine to the world. The eclipses are going to be sparking closures and resolves related to your 10th houses of career, professional development, professional reputation, and professional um, achievement, and also your fourth house that is all about your family and your home life um, and your closest familial and personal and even business uh, relationships, right? And um, even closures and resolve to your sort of deepest, deepest core wounds, right? healing in the sense, right? And we definitely have that reflected here in this top row of cards that was pulled, right, in relationship to this question of what is coming to closure and resolve for you in relationship to these eclipses. And we have the door to personal healing and happiness and the angel of strength. And um, I'm going to get into that a bit more, um, but it's absolutely related to you having done a lot of deep healing and deep digging and um, sort of putting yourself back together again. And in terms of blessed new beginnings that this eclipse season is going to be sparking for you, it is related to your ninth house and your third house, which are these houses of essentially... Um, expanding your message and spreading your message and your creativity and having a lot of opportunities to travel, to connect with others and to communicate and to learn, right? And so in general, the overarching sort of message here, <laughs> we also have the new moon card, quite literally, that says a new start is coming. And this is the card, the moonology card that is pulled in relationship to this question of overall, okay, what are the planets sort of orchestrating for you through these eclipses? And it is quite literally a new start, right? And even with different decks, right? The color story um, and the cards and, you know, just the synchronicity between the messages as well, between the stars and the cards are just so spot on, right? And it's really overall about the fact that a period of modesty, of insecurity, of dimming your light or even being hidden from the spotlight and healing, you know, while in a process of creative development and preparation, you know, that that is all coming to a close for you. And where these new moon eclipses in particular in your third and your ninth houses are about spreading your message and creativity, finally, right? Um, after all of that, and offering your gifts and your creations and all that you've learned and all that you've been cooking in the cauldron <laughs> as medicine to the world. This is absolutely about a deep personal and professional and even financial sort of level up 
and rebirth for you after a lot of witch work, after a lot of shadow work, right? After a time of loss and lessons, after having put in so much sort of secret blood, sweat, and tears in processes of conception, growth, nurture, and transformation of yourself and others and of your ideas, right? Into these completed projects and products and multimedia art. And so this eclipse season is the sort of launch point portal for your new projects, new partnerships, and of your sort of untamed and unabashed best self, right? Turning this lion back upright, you know, you are the lion in the zodiac, right? You're fearless, you are confident. And, you know, so absolutely about, you know, you revealing your untamed and unabashed best self and sort of achieving your most soul satisfying success after all of it, right? After all of the healing, trauma, bearing your soul, um, birthing children, caring for children and others, mentoring others, right? Um, this is about you bearing your soul um, and being exposed and exposing your raw self, right? Your truth, your talent, the body, the beauty, right? The beastly, right? And, and seeing the medicine that it offers others, right? And also sort of seeing the magic of the law of attraction and abundance just really work before your very eyes, right? Based on you having done the work, right? Just having done the work. And so I'm also getting to, you know, that this is about, you know, resolving or healing wounds related to your relationship to your own parents, um, any core wounds related to your, um, your own sort of, uh, like lessons that you may have learned from your parents, um, patterns that you may have repeated from your parents or just in general, any wounds related to your parents or even healing wounds related to your own parenting um, and even mentoring to others. Um, I'm also seeing, hearing something here about um, healing a wound uh, related to your early childhood experiences. Um, there also being something about your relationship to higher education or your child's educational experience that also might come up this year related to these eclipses. Um, but also, um, these are some themes that came up as well in the March and April horoscopes. They touched on different things, but in, in a lot of, uh, in, in, in deeper ways. So I would also definitely encourage you to go back and watch the March and April um, horoscope readings for your sign Leos. Even if you just click the timestamp, go straight to the Leo video. Like you need to watch those because they were so expansive. And, um, in general, I tend to, um, read pretty further out. Um, I read in a way that is integral and that, um, 
truly, truly uh, takes into account these sort of long-term effects uh, of the outer planets in relationship to the uh, inner planets affecting your most immediate circumstances and also looking from an integral perspective in terms of Vedic and Western tropical astrology. So um, I think that those messages still resonate um, really, really strongly here. especially um, in terms of that stuff about relationships with parenting, mentoring, prior education, children, wounds, all of this kinds of stuff. Uh, but definitely with the, with the spotlight on the ninth and the third house, there is absolutely um, about new beginnings and new launching projects in beauty, fashion, and entertainment, right? And for many of you, this being a time of growing your reach your customer uh, or your fan base and also growing your knowledge and even spreading your knowledge through media publishing, um, through teaching, um, through touring or traveling the world and working remotely even, um, but overall growing your impact, right? And experiencing changes in your daily life routines in relationship to these new changes in your life, right? That's absolutely um, what I'm getting with this. The third house can absolutely be about your daily routines. Um, So yeah, that's definitely, definitely relevant here. And so we're going to wrap up your reading with your angel number message that came through here. All right, Leo. So your angel number message that came through that was channeled is 422. And this is about practical thinking, security, and building solid foundations for yourselves and others. Mm -hmm. Inner wisdom and patience, application and productivity. Number four also relates to our passions and what motivates us and drives us in our lives. It also relates to the archangels. Yes. So I definitely also want to emphasize that with that, um, with the fourth house being highlighted here, um, it's all about foundation. So that is being emphasized here through this angel number message as well. So number two is about balance and harmony, duality, devotion, cooperation, adaptability. And 22 is a master number, right? It's the master builder number that is also about your dreams materializing right and being made manifest based on ancient wisdom and realization and it's about the future and evolution and universal love personal power and charisma and also philanthropy right and being in service and wow that really really resonates with what i was getting about you know something about what it is that you're offering being medicine to the world okay so angel number 422 is an important message to do with your personal spirituality and divine life purpose and it says your prayers positive attitude visualizations and positive affirmations have been heard the angels encourage you to maintain faith and trust in yourself and the universal energies as the angels are helping you to recognize and acknowledge the divine light within yourself and others. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I'm laughing because Leo's, I kid you not, in your April horoscopes, there was also this very strong message that was coming through about 
you know, y'all being witches and y'all using the law of attraction and, you know, magic, you know, mysticism and all of this stuff to your advantage, right? To just really, (laughs) to really help you achieve your goals. And it's like, that is also coming through in this reading. Um, I just, I remembered it and it had me cracking up in your past reading and I'm cracking up in this one too. Cause it's like, I was just getting it so strongly. I'm like, y'all some witches. Okay. All right. So it says your prayers, positive attitude, visualizations, and positive affirmations have been heard. What y'all do is working. <laughs> Tapped in. Okay. Tapped in. Hello, kindred. Hello, kindred. All right. So it says, trust that your desired results will be manifested into fruition in your life and all is going to divine right order. Angel number 422 encourages you to keep pursuing your ideal career and or profession. If you are prompted to begin or expand a spiritually based career, practice, or profession. The angels will assist with establishing the foundations that will lead to your desired results and long-term success. Working to serve others will continue to manifest all that you want and need in your life. And when you do things you love and put your heart and soul towards achieving your goals, the angels give you guidance and assistance every step of the way. All right, dear Leos, I am getting this message overall that the path is blessed and protected. Go forth and prosper. Okay. I hope that this is super helpful. Definitely like this video and subscribe to the channel and check out the remaining videos I mentioned. Definitely look at those April and March readings. Uh, Just go straight to the timestamp for Leos. And then also look at the um, readings included here in this message related to your sun and moon in addition to your rising sign and also any signs where you have stelliums as they may also have some medicinal messages for you. Take good care, Leos, and I wish you the best.